you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash. In the booth with never records. Nice. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. Let my lover in Never Records. Licking through the Looking for some final echoes from the back streets of my life. You are not listening to Never Records on Converge Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 85 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan and back to the Missouri, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, yodelers, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. Never Records Archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than nine cities around the world. This past fall, I was invited to bring Never Records to Kansas City as part of the inaugural year of Open Spaces, a Midwestern biennial curated by Dan Cameron. Over the course of two months, I made over 100 recordings capturing the incredibly diverse Kansas City soundscape. Let me describe this next recording to you. People always ask me how I find participants for Never Records. The answer differs with every installation. In Liverpool, I relied heavily on a young promoter named Andrew Ellis. He's not so young anymore. In Derry, we blanketed the city with wanted posters. And in New Orleans, the Arts Council set out an open call via email. This email, combined with a free ad in Anti-Gravity, a local music mag, filled the slots quickly. But perhaps the best source of performers across the nine-year history of Never Records has been word of mouth. This is how I was able to meet and record the Kansas City yodeler, Gary Kirkland. In late September, I received an email from a friend of Gary's that read, My friend Mo asked me to contact you about setting up a session with a family friend of mine who is Casey-based that is an internationally acclaimed yodeler who learned to yodel from relatives in the southeast and speaks in what could be considered a dying language, a native tongue that I thought would be an excellent addition to your project while in KC. Of course, I jumped at the chance to record Gary, and he turned out to be a real treasure, so I'm going to dedicate this entire episode to his music and words. Yodeling is widely considered to have originated in the Swiss Alps as a means of communication between shepherds over long distances. It became popular in the 1830s and a staple in theaters and music halls of the U.S. But there's an alternative yodeling history which has gained some traction. 
In Central Africa, there is also a yodeling tradition amongst the Pygmy and Bantu tribes that travel to the U.S. with the slave trade. There's a famous legend that during World War II, British missionaries played a Jimmy Rogers record to the Kipsigis tribe in Kenya. The girls of the tribe called Rogers a Kimiroka, half man, half antelope, and sang a song in his honor. Their love of country yodeling alludes to the familiarities and affinities to the sound of yodeling. But the story gets more interesting. Hugh Tracy, the Alan Lomax of Africa, recorded the Kipsigi girls singing Kimiroka in 1950. And according to an article in The New Yorker by Amanda Petrusich, Tracy claims that the more the Kipsigi girls repeated the song title, Kimiroka, 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 the more he realized they were saying the name Jimmy Rogers. Origin myths aside, yodeling first became a huge sensation in the U.S. in the 1930s, according to rockandrolljunkie.com. The first country song to include yodeling was the song Sauerkraut by Riley Puckett in 1928. A few years later, Jimmy Rogers recorded the hit song Blue Yodel No. 1, which was widely popular with musicians across the racial divide. And soon many began a copy of Style of Singing. Yodeling became a national craze. Gary Kirkland, who wandered into Never Records on October 22nd, is a part of this long tradition, having yodeled with Country Music Hall of Famer Patsy Montana and Mississippi blues musician Houston Stackhouse. I quickly ascertained that Gary was a wealth of information. So I approached this session just as Alan Lomax approached his sessions with Jelly Roll Morton and just pressed record, sat back, and enjoyed every minute. Well, this song I learned from Patsy Montana, who was the first woman to sell a million country records. And she was known for her, her song, I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart. And every girl or woman that ever yodels, that's probably the first one they ever learned. So, But I, in, back in, I think in 1981, I got to judge a yodeling contest with her and then did a, a Yodlin workshop with her, which was pretty amazing. She, I think she was almost in her 80s then, and she still she still had it. So, um, but she had a group out of Chicago called the Prairie Ramblers, and they did some other things besides Yodlin. But that's what she was known for. She's now in the Country Music Hall of Fame, and um, this song is, I believe, written by Elton Britt, who's one of my very favorites from way back. So. And it's called, uh, She Taught Me to Yodel. And actually, I, I added a verse, the last verse I added. It's kind of fun to do in, in my retirement home gigs, you know, so you'll see what I mean. I went across to Switzerland where all the yodels be To learn how to yodel with the yodelers. I climbed a big high mountain on a clear and sunny day There I met a yodeling girl in a little special lake she taught me the yodel She taught me the yodel Well, now I'm gonna teach you to yodel just like me. It's easy when you listen to the yodel 
Listening to Never Records. That was Gary Kirkland, recorded live at Never Records, Kansas City, with his version of Frank Ifield's 1962 song, She Taught Me How to Yodel. After years of playing in the bars and clubs, Gary makes a reference to playing retirement homes, which he said was a great gig for him. That audiences there really appreciated him, and that he felt like he was doing a good deed by brightening up people's lives. I found this really inspiring. The in-between banner from this session became just as important to me as the music. Here is more from Gary Kirkland. Let's see, oh yeah. I also got to know um, Houston Stackhouse, who was uh, from uh, Mississippi, and uh, just a, a sweetheart. And I actually have been known to get up and drive to Memphis just to see him one night. So, um, and he had a, a little bit of a yodel. Just a, he did a thing like he did the. Uh, Cool Water Blues, where he'd go. I went down to the depot, looked up on the boat. He had that little one-word yodel, which Hank Williams and and uh, very few others were famous for and excellent at. And um, then I heard this song from, uh, I heard actually Blind Willie MacTell do it. And it was, I believe it was written by, um, um, Mine's gone blank. Uh, Brownie McGee, I believe, wrote it. The uh, Sporting Life. And Blind Willie McTell did this little scootily woo thing, and, and I tried that, and it sounded really stupid. <laughs> so, so I was just th- thinking about it, and I thought, 
nobody's ever really done that I know of done like blues yodeling, you know, except for that little one word stuff, you know. So I thought, hey, let's try that. So this is what I came up with. So. Sometimes the last song I did stays in my head. <laughs> okay. It wasn't a week in that hour About the break of day Of day, of day It wasn't a week in that hour Round about the break of day Of day, of day When the blues come around Stole my mind away, away, away Have your mind been rambling Back to the days of long ago Long, long ago Have your mind been rambling Back to the days of long ago Long, long ago Back to the one you but you don't see no more, no more, no Listening to Never Records. That was Gary Kirkland with his version of Blind Willie McTell's Wee Midnight Hour. After our session, Gary told me he had a present for me in his truck. He fetched two vinyl records that Gary recorded in the 70s, and the album art was amazing. 
I'll treasure these records and add them to the archive of musical gifts I've been given over the last nine years. In this next segment, Gary talks about one of my favorite country music heroes, Hank Williams, and performs the classic Rambling Man with some extra yodeling added. I love Gary's insider yodeling perspective. Everybody knows how great a songwriter Hank Williams was, not a great singer, but one thing that people that don't yodel don't realize is what a, a master at one word yodeling. Um, and it's hard enough to get there, but getting back smooth is, is the trick. And um, he was, I have an incredible admiration for how well he did that. So he did this song called um, Ramblin' Man, and he yodels quite a bit in it, and I did add a few a few word yodels and then a little yodel at the end, so. Yeah. 
are not listening to Never Records Radio. That was Gary Kirkland singing the Hank Williams classic, Ramblin' Man. I love that section at the end with the instrumental yodels. Reminds me of another country favorite, Slim Whitman. I asked Gary if he'd oblige me with one more favor and do some acapella yodeling. And he graciously agreed. listening to Never Records. You're now listening to Kimeroka 3, the Jimmy Rogers-inspired track by the Kip Siggy's tribe, recorded by Hugh Tracy in 1950. Thank you for listening to Never Records. A special thanks goes out to Gary Kirkland, a real font of information and a Kansas City treasure. I tried to introduce him to the next generation of country heroes in Kansas City. Let's hope they're all collaborating as we speak. Check out some of the musicians named in today's episode, including Blind Willie McTell, Patsy Montana, Jimmy Rogers, and Riley Puckett. A heartfelt thanks and a big hug to all the musicians and artists that make Never Records possible. For more information, pictures, and video from today's session, visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Eli Klatt at Converge Radio, who put Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW-Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records.